0: You are listening to the Feminine Flow Podcast, hosted by yours truly, Stina Faye. This is the space for heart-centered entrepreneurs to get inspired, awaken their intuition, and embrace a spiritual approach to their lifestyle, business, and brand. Get ready to flow. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Feminine Flow I believe we are on episode 10 already, which I feel like is a milestone in itself because literally creating this podcast was just an idea that kind of dropped into my consciousness. Then it happened way sooner than I thought it would manifest and just kind of mind-blowing that I'm already at 10 episodes. People are listening, people are loving it, and I'm just so honored to have this platform. So thank you for tuning in with me. So, as I mentioned in the last episode, we are going to start things off with a channeled message for the collective, just so we can kind of all tune in and, of course, feel connected to each other's energy and be reminded that we are not alone. And I love receiving confirmations and messages from my spirit family out there. So, again, I'm honored to be able to do the same for others so what is coming through for me as of recently is you know that we are all going through a shift in consciousness and you know this may sound kind of obvious like duh and then for some people it's like really we are I wasn't aware of it but yeah, so we are going through a huge shift in consciousness people are waking up and when I say waking up I mean waking up to the truth okay of what our reality truly is and who we truly are. It is a really, really magnificent journey and so beautiful that we can all be collectively experiencing this together because I have heard from a lot of other spiritual people who have been on this path for a while and those who woke up a a little bit earlier than others have felt so alone It has been so much harder For them to find like-minded people to commune with. So the fact that it's happening in just such huge, you know, shifts and huge amounts of people at once is really amazing. So through it all, your spiritual gifts may very well be emerging. And that is what we are going to be diving deep on this episode about. Because more people need to have the awareness of their gifts, of their abilities... And you know, this shift in consciousness and how it is affecting all of us. So you may be noticing, you know, more signs and synchronicities. Maybe you're seeing angel numbers, repeating numbers, you know, you're noticing that everything is all connected. There are no coincidences. Like things end up being too good to be a coincidence. Like, you know, you can't make this stuff up, is what I feel like every single day. Um, you may be like, tapping into ancient wisdom, just like remembering past lives, remembering parts of you that seem so unreal. You might be seeing and hearing spirit, or you might just be feeling really woke, okay? Whatever it might be, you are awakening. And in this episode, we dive deep about owning your spiritual gifts. And through it all, we actually touch on the Claire senses, which are essentially they cover psychic senses that we all have the ability to tap into. And the importance of knowing the Claire senses is that some people may have different Clairs than others. Some people may have different, just like you might have, you know, different strengths in school or in work. Like Sally is really good at filing and Bob is really good at speaking. Claire Senses are the same, you know, the same type of thing, but obviously a lot more interesting. So, I'm going to touch on a few, but there are a lot of them. I definitely invite you to do your own research if it sparks your curiosity. So, just to kind of start, you know, ringing your bell and see if this resonates with you, I'm going to list a few pretty common clair senses. And one of them is clair sentience. So clairsentience is the clear sensation or feeling, right? It's like a knowing within your body. It's a, a sensation that you feel. So maybe, you know, if you are clairsentient and you get, you know, maybe you get a bad feeling about something by getting chills all over your body, you get goosebumps, okay? That is a form of clairsentience. And Especially when you connect it to, oh, I have chills all over my body, that's confirming something, that something is going to happen, that something feels good, that something feels off, whatever it might be. You know, whenever you have that knowing in your body, you are very well tapping into your clairsentience. There is also clairaudient, which means clear hearing. Okay, so sounds or words are coming through into your your hearing space and just all around noise from spiritual realm. So when you're a clairaudient, you have the ability to listen to frequencies, vibrations and sound waves that, you know, other people who aren't clairaudient may not be able to. So, you'll hear this from a lot of people who are very into their psychic senses, they'll say, you know, spirit is telling me this, or like, I'm hearing this. That is them, you know, tapping into their clear audience. So if you hear voices in your head sometimes, it may not actually be that you're going crazy. Actually, I'm pretty positive. It's not you going crazy. I'm 100% positive. It is you being clear audience. And the part that can make some people feel like they're going crazy is when they aren't aware of that and they don't know how to control it. They don't have energetic boundaries up to protect them from what is coming in. Okay, so that's why this awareness of these senses is so, so important. Another clair is clairvoyance, meaning clear vision. So for those who are clairvoyant, They would be receiving visuals or mental images, you know, in the mind's eye. It could be of the past, the present, the future. Just really vivid imagery that they can just close their eyes and see or even like with their eyes open. Clairvoyance is actually the clair that I resonate with most. I feel like I have experience with like all the clairs, honestly. Like every now and then I will get the clairsentience, I will get the clairaudience, you know, I will get the other ones. Um, Claircognizance is another big one, which is like clear knowing, but the most strong and powerful one for me is clairvoyance, and that is why I was really successful in my branding business, and I still, you know, I still use my clairvoyance to this day because, you know, visual sights, visual seeing, and just tapping into my third eye and being able to see clearly is one of my my gifts that I own now, but for a while I didn't realize that's what I was doing. I was like, oh yeah, everybody can, everyone does this. Everyone can can close their eyes and visualize what someone's brand should look like, or someone tells them, you know, what their goals are, and I can close my eyes and visualize them doing it and seeing if that feels good or not. And I can be like, yeah, that's good, that will work. Okay, so clairvoyance is a very cool one as well. There are so many others. I think there's like Claire smelling, Claire touching, Claire tasting. So again, I invite you to check them out, do your own research, and feel into which one kind of vibes with you because I can guarantee there is at least one Claire that you will be able to resonate with or say you have experienced at least one time in your life. And as we are awakening, it's so important to own your spiritual gifts. Own them for what they are, okay? We need to stop writing them off as mental illness or vivid imaginations or, you know, just straight up lying, right? Because there's so many different ways for us to honor ourselves. And again, we are all psychic and intuitive in our own ways. It's just about being able to see it for what it is, past the veil, past the illusions, past, you know, this, this matrix of societal programming that we've been in, okay? The shift is now. So I hope you guys really, really enjoy this episode. We go deep with Latoya Beverly, who is so, so knowledgeable and wise, and she's been in this spiritual realm of being a spiritual business owner for a minute now. So she knows her stuff, and it's always so just activating to be able to talk to her. So I'm really excited to be able to share her and her wisdom with you all today. So enjoy the episode. I'll touch base with you guys again at the end.
1: Today we have a
0: very special guest, LaToya Beverly. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey. would love for you to just go ahead and introduce yourself and what you do. Yeah. So, um, oh
1: my God, where do I start? (laughs) So I'm LaToya Beverly, and I am, gosh, spiritually gifted in so many ways. I do spiritual marketing. I have a marketing agency called Creators of Change, and uh, it's exactly how it sounds—creating change uh, in this world, in other people's businesses, helping individuals to shine their light. And so, um, you know, I have a podcast, and uh, which, of course, you were you were on not too long ago. Um, you know, so I am—I I literally am like a serial entrepreneur. And just honed into using my God
0: given gifts. Yes, I feel yeah. like on all of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, obviously, you know, spirituality is a huge part of your philosophy and what yeah. you do in this business. So, you know, what drew you to this approach? Like, how'd you get here?
1: You know what? Um, it all started out with me being like having so many tentacles, right? And started out in. Really, in a tra- a traumatic place. Um, my trauma was deep from child, you know, having child sexual abuse. Being diagnosed at 25 with childhood PTSD, and then really was closing the gaps of um, boundaries of narcissism, codependency. As soon as I closed the door on that, my spiritual gifts, like the literally the very next day. Um, awakened with some support and some help from a psychic that I was seeing. And I trusted my girlfriend and I was like, I really need some guidance. A psychic sounds amazing just to get some deeper insight than obviously what I have and where I'm at. And um, literally it was just her being as giftedly open and honest with me. So, um, I was in the middle of actually studying for my real estate, um, license and I dumped it and I totally was like, I want to go on my spiritual path. There's a lot of healing that I want to get into. And so I started my spiritual counseling business, um, at some point eventually, but it was, um, October 17th where, um, I was basically forced out of my corporate job. I came back from Hawaii, um, that Sunday, that Monday I met Mastin Kip and, um, I didn't quite understand what he was talking about as far as taking that, that leap of faith until much later. But by that Friday, I was let go for my job and I was like, okay, well, you know what? This is a sign from the universe and I'm going to go ahead and start helping people on this journey.
0: Wow. Yeah. What kind of spiritual gifts like specifically started coming through for you at first?
1: Yeah. So I was told that I had uh, gifts of healing hands and so I didn't quite know what that all looked like and what that meant, and so um, my girlfriend at the time, who was very spiritual herself, but we were kind of like, it was weird. We had been friends for eight years, but we really hadn't. It was like we started all over from scratch at that point, getting to know each other on a soul level, and so she introduced me to Reiki, and um, from there, I was like, you know, I was like a newborn Christian, right? I was like, Oh my God, I got to know more. You know, what is this? What's this Reiki about? So I signed up, I wanted to do it the right way. And I signed up here in Sedona, um, Arizona I wanted to go with the best of the best of healers and teachers and really tapping into that. I ended up meeting a lot of soul sisters in that group um, that traveled from across across the world to be there, Um, and so I quickly shifted into Reiki, but I didn't feel like I was called to... Um, you know, just start solely a Reiki business. I just allowed it to kind of do its thing. And I became a Reiki master teacher, like maybe two weeks, two months later, um, after all my sessions, my first Reiki one and two, and my Reiki master teacher was like, Latoya, this is something that's naturally. In you this is part of your past lives and this is your get your gift and your you are already a Reiki master teacher like this is who you are and so um, that was the first part of starting on my psychic premonitions and medium psychic medium gifts that was the beginning
0: Wow. Yeah, I find Reiki so fascinating. I've had it done on me and I'm like, oh, I need to learn this. It's like on my to-do list of things. (laughs) Learn also. Right. Oh, yeah, we can just be drawn. So that, mm-hmm. and for those who don't know, you know, Reiki, how would you describe Reiki? I'll let you describe it.
1: Yeah. Reiki is a, a natural life force, um, energy healing. It is literally a light touch. It's just your hands. Um, some people use it in different modalities such as massage and, uh, craniosacral is like the level up of, of Reiki, but, um, this was literally, first of all, energy, we all have energy, right? right? So I think giving positive energy and allowing people as well as yourself to release negative tension and energy, um, in your body is extremely important. So Reiki has literally been around for over 2000 years yeah. and, uh, it's, it's from, um, from Japan and, um, so, yeah, so it, it's, it's literally just as simple as that. Yeah. You know? It's just an exchange of beautiful energy and being able to almost a meditative state and focusing
0: on yeah. healing. That's awesome. It's like it's a very ancient practice, like you said. I, I told, um, I was talking to my grandma about it. And she's like, yeah, that's nothing new. She's like, we, we've been doing that or whatever. Yeah, so right. She, like her practices. Yeah. It's really interesting how, you know, a lot of these ancient modalities are coming more, they're becoming more and more known yes say than they were before what do you kind of think is going on like shifting Um, i
1: think i think you know what to be really blunt and honest with you if i may i think that the old generation of old karmic bs is um is dying
0: yeah
1: and it's allowing, right, the soil to be refertilized. It's allowing the plants that deserve its place to be planted and the seed to be planted to grow. Yes. And for those that didn't have room at the table, now have energetic room. Right. And so it's it's literally my crown chakras like eh, yes. eh. Uh, it's 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 literally allowing us to all have a place at the table into our for our soul our yeah. spirits to shine um because we are hungry and thirsty for that it's yes. a need we forget about our souls and it's so it's so deep
0: yeah yeah the the like our free flags are kind of free to fly now because right so. People have wanted to come out with this for a long time, but you know, it's kind of like we might have been burned at the stake for this, mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> right? Burned at the stake, drowned, disappeared off the earth. I don't even know. Yeah, <laughs> finally
0: safe. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, you know what? And I think that it is right. We have a lot of political people at the table who are also spiritual.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: we have Marianne Williamson and you know a bunch of others who. Believe in just even mindfulness. Let's just even start there. That's right. a that's a shift. <laughs>
0: yes, there's levels to this, and we'll take whichever one they want to start at. So. Yeah, <laughs> love yeah. it. So when you okay, so when we're talking about spiritual gifts, I know there's different types of clairs that people can yes. have. Yes, mm-hmm. do we kind of go through those?
1: Yeah. We so it. well, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> do I? I'll start this way. I am clair cognizant. Mm. Um, which is probably a really rare form of claire's. I think there's there's clairvoyant, claircognizant, clair... claire, buoyant, claire, claire uh, sent, 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 I always screwed. And there's
0: sentient and then
1: sentient, yeah.
0: clairaudient.
1: Yeah, and clear audience. So obviously there's different senses to the body, right? right? And so for some people, you might use your third eye, which you can see. You use your mind's eye to see. You actually use your ears uh, of hearing different ringing tones in your ear. It's actually your spirit guides or your angels, your ancestors that are trying to tune in and communicate with you when you hear that kind of little high-pitched sound yes, in your ear. that's all the time. To- Yeah, they're trying to tune you, especially when you're going through a spiritual awakening. Um, You'll get that a lot. Um, And then there's claircognizant, which is all crown chakra mind. It's fully in alignment and awareness of just knowing. Right. How the hell you know? You don't know, but you do know, right? Mm -hmm. And I, I think at some level of all of us, intuition, all of that, you know strongly what it is and for me that's been the strong my strongest gift um because ever since i was a little girl i would just speak wisdom right truth is literally my religion along with love right and so i was just filled with all this wisdom. I had no idea or clue where it came from at the time, but it was unlocking, you know? So Claire Cognizant is a huge part for me being a psychic um, as my gift and speaking righteously from a place of my heart where I'm like, no, this is, this is what it is, boo. Like, right. <laughs> yeah.
0: Do you feel like you tap into the other Claire's as well, or are you primarily just
1: Um, I can definitely hear, I definitely, um, so with my gifts, it's a little, my spirit guides communicate with me through my dreams a lot of the time Mm -hmm. through numbers. Um, so I'll see, of course, the usual two, 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 three, 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 nine, nine, nine different coordinations of numbers. Um, and, uh, but really to send me deep messages about certain people's spirits and their energy, they will actually have me communicate via dreams and, uh, and send premonitions. I have, had contracts with babies that were not even in this world that uh, communicated with me through a premonition to wow. warn um, their parent. Of what was happening and going on um, really behind closed doors right and so having that connection and that communication same thing for my son I had always had a relationship with him for many years spiritually on the other side uh, before he came in
0: Wow yeah and do you okay so when you had a relationship with him on the other side before he came in was that something that happened through dream work or was it you know just that, that knowing
1: I think it was more of the knowing and also being around other spiritual teachers, leaders and healers who also confirmed what I was feeling, the Mm -hmm. relationship that I was building with my son and my daughter. And, um, you know, it was funny because the twin energy was so strong at the time, but because I had my own healing with that daughter, phase of my life, uh, you know, Micah, my son, he came in first, you know, he was pulling her along. Um, you know, but it was like, okay, your children are gifts to you because you didn't have a strong relationship with your mother in this lifetime and needing to strengthen that that part and that piece of what happened to you as a child so having a boy first was much more connecting and more comforting to me right. um you know, and then being able to deal with my own healing process while I was pregnant um you know and he's exactly what I said he would be. (laughs) So yeah, it's cool to physically see it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, what you said about surrounding yourself with other people who are in the, kind of like the same headspace to confirm you. Cause so many people when they're, when they're, you know, developing their, their spiritual gifts, they feel like they're going crazy. And
1: you know, (laughs) you know what? And that's like, let's talk on that. So I did feel a little, a little cray cray at mm-hmm. first and in tapping into my gifts, right? Like even though I physically knew inside and I had this deep knowing and, um, I went to Maui to see Doreen Virtue, Um, yeah, it was like, literally I had this, so it was funny. I had this connection to her that was psychically pulling me and telling me this is going to be one of her last tours. So you need to go to Maui and the universe. Let me tell you something. When the universe conspires to make something happen, I used my points. I had been collecting on like us airways and my ticket was only $200 to Maui. Wow. I had stayed at the Weston Hotel right there in Maui on the beach. You know, I was kind of like go big, go home type of deal. Yeah. And um I had already went to Kauai four months before. So there was a strong pull for me to go to the motherlands, you know, yeah. of Hawaii and to meet Doreen Virtue. And I was the first in line, I had to leave to go to the airport. So by the kindness of the spiritual community, they were like, you can go ahead, get your cards or whatever, you know, signed by Doreen. And, um, it was such an amazement. I was in shock and in awe eye to eye with her. Um, but it also was a good opportunity to have your gifts completely clear, focused. And I was reading waitresses right there on the spot i was doing healings on the beach clearing people of negative energy baggage all kinds of things um it was the best trip and opportunity um you know and i was just like this is who i am and this is what i'm this is what i'm doing and here's my people my folks you know like
0: (laughs) the tribe yes when you can kind of just like relinquish control and just surrender to the callings yeah. and follow them like this, yeah. this is probably crazy, but let's
1: just see what happens. Like, it's the purest, they have the purest lands and they're trying, you know, the government's trying to slowly get in there and do different things, but the, because the people are so strong and you have the most indigenous At the raw form, the Hawaiian people are so beautiful, and once you're in their community, you are literally in their community, and I'm so grateful for that because you have uh, the Atlant, the Atlantis part, the Lumarian part
0: Mm -hmm.
1: of that energy. So being able to experience it firsthand was like,
0: what you know? Yes, yeah, magical place for sure very yeah so my Dude, gifts- landed, yeah last time the first everyone was just telling me "There's, the, there's big medicine here big medicine i'm mm-hmm. like i can feel it mm-hmm. yes wow all right so if somebody you know was getting in touch with their spiritual gifts maybe they're going through the clairs and and seeing mm-hmm. which one feels right for them and they felt the calling to evolve it into a business. Mm -hmm. Now, where where do you recommend that they should start with that?
1: So I'll put it this way. Um, On my spiritual path, when I started out as a spiritual counselor, you know, when we had training, um, with Doreen and with the people there, it was to get our angel, um, practitioner, uh, certifications. Right. But nobody in the real world is going to even take you seriously. You know, they're like, what, (laughs) what is that? (laughs) You know? And so, um, I took the, that and I made it a spiritual counseling business, which is more legitimate and, um, more helpful. But Um, there's a process of you having to believe in your worth and going through a wealth consciousness state of being, even though, this is funny, I was already making six figures in my nine to five job. So shifting out of that and having to stand in your own gifts, in your own birthright, and having to charge your worth was like, Oh my God, let me start at $80 an hour, you know? And I'm going, what? You know? And so there are different phases. So I would recommend that people read wealth consciousness books along with their spiritual practices. And also understand that if you're going into coaching, go into coaching. Um, if you're, you know, whether like you, like brand coach, or if you're a business coach, you can still do your spiritual work in whatever you are good at. Um, I have a client now, she's a, um, an actual therapist and she does spiritual development, you know, and I'm like, stick with the licensure that you have as a therapist, use that in your spiritual practice and developing, uh, your, your business and teaching others on how to deal with real life tools. So you're going to have different um, ascended masters that are also going to help you in your business, help you to realize that you too can be like Gandhi, Gandhi Buddha, Jesus, you know, uh, just all, all of the goddesses, gods, right? Yeah. Because we are creators. Right. So it's just like stick to your guns. Do not allow for anything to deter you or make you feel like you're in competition or that there's so many other people that are like this, this, and this focus and stay in your own lane and also realize even Oprah has a spiritual counselor, a coach, mark business marketing coach. I mean, she has a whole team, right? Yeah. And so, um, and she's a freaking what billionaire, uh, you know? I mean, like, so I think that I would just say, whatever you do, it, do it with clarity, do it with conviction, and don't doubt yourself. Yeah. I doubted myself and where, and in investing in the tools and the systems that we all need in all our businesses and doubted my spiritual gifts. And now I see the same person I was going to invest in years ago. I was going to spend at the time she was $11,000 and now she's $30,000, right? To work with her. And I'm sitting there and I'm going, and now she's all about going back to her origination of her spiritual practice and her divinity. <laughs> Wow. So don't allow for the BS to get you. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's a big one. Yeah. Like you're speaking to my soul right now because as you know, I've been going, I feel like my you know spiritual journey is still fairly new. It started in like right. 17 mm-hmm. and I have been, the deeper I get in it, the more layers of myself that just kind of like right. go off. So first it's like, okay, no more, you know, design work. I'm just going to do branding. And then now I'm like, you know, no more branding. I'm going to go into like plant medicine, intuitive guidance. And it can be so, you know, easy to be pulled in all these different directions. Like really? I want to explore everything. Like, where do I start? But you know, right. sometimes the best thing you can do is just start maybe, you know, right. Immersing yourself in what you feel called to. Yes. It goes.
1: Yeah. And I think that's why I did. Um, so when a lot of my older clients come back to me, you know, I mean, I charge 197 and 297 for my sessions because I'm doing possibly psychic mediumship. I'm doing coaching and counseling. You're going to hear from me, right? Because I'm, I'm channeling the information to come to you, to guide you from past, present to future. So I'm not just giving you a message and then leaving you hanging like, no, this is, that's it. Good luck. Bye. You know, um, I really do invest in guiding people on the right path. So I think that whatever you study, whatever you practice, it's
0: gonna come into play, anyways. Yeah, include, include it all <laughs> together, <laughs> package that, <laughs> right? Oh my gosh! And you have, you are, yes, as you've mentioned, you are pretty deep in this journey. Do you still call in support in developing your gifts? Do you feel like it's like a never-ending development, or is there like kind of a plateau? Um, uh,
1: I think that there is a, I don't think that I want to continue to necessarily. Yes. I don't want to continue to learn from others. Now I'm learning from my, myself and my spiritual, uh, the light code in my spiritual DNA
0: Yeah,
1: and everything that's being unlocked within me. I'm learning what's truly my, my past life, you know, Mm. (laughs) life's gifts and connecting it in this lifetime. And, um, now they have me at a place, like I said before, like I'm in this new body, I'm in this new life, this new phase. And I had to have raindrop therapy, massage therapy. I had to have craniosacral therapy by some amazing healers and teachers here in Arizona to shift me into my new body. And I literally was delirious, delirious. I'm now tapped into Merkaba, um, ascension and awakening. Oh, what's that? Um, so Merkaba, um, it is a, I, I call it like a, it's like a, I guess a, be tied to judaism in some ways um, but it is like a star um, i don't know how to describe it but it is like the most badass looking um kind of like almost like a hexagon times 100
0: <laughs> kind of like
1: sacred geometry yeah thank you it's exactly that it's okay. the, it's like the highest form of sacred geometry And it came, it comes with, uh, the angel or ascended master Metatron. And, um, and so a lot of people are automatically sometimes called or attracted to Metatron, but they don't quite understand Metatron. I didn't understand it four years ago when I was introduced to Metatron. Um, but I was like, okay. And then it came back to me two or three weeks ago. When I was on the table getting a healing, and then also now the Palladian, um, you know, the the alien side of, of things in the planets, I've always felt a connection to Orion. And my girlfriend, Krista Raw, she teaches about the Orion Council. She actually channels the Orion Council cool. um, and the Palladian side. So now they're shifting me into literally now the galaxies, the planets. And so they're now having me go on this girlfriend, you're going to be channeling some deeper rooted information. (sighs) Mm -hmm. And so I'm, I'm learning my own sacred teaching tools. Yeah. So you will get, I feel that people will get to that place, um, all together and, you know, and, and kind of get to a place
0: where you're like, okay, like I need, I need the level up. Yeah. I feel that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, it really is. It's like a never ending journey. It never ends, but yeah, the learning definitely, it shifts because I would say I'm definitely at the point where I'm more about learning to go within rather than just consuming a bunch of information. Like I love reading books right. and things like that still, but right. I'm not necessarily like looking to be taught things from outside sources because it's yeah. in us. Right. Absolutely. That's the most powerful thing about developing your spiritual gifts is knowing like, oh, this has been in me all along. Right. No. And
1: that's a really important too, because we get so caught up like, you know, everybody has their gifts. I use oracle cards, but I'm shifted to using different oracle cards depending on where I am at on my awakening or ascension journey. Right? <laughs> you know, it's it's no longer. You know, um, I love Doreen Virtue. I think that she did a fantastic job with introducing the different levels of spirituality um, and, and and her whole team of of people who were all different and all have their different gifts who have their oracle cards and their teachings, right? So, I mean, like, yeah, you, it just, it unlocks who we are. That's all they are. They're just tools to unlock
0: who we are. That's it. Yes. One of my friends told me like Oracle cards are just like training wheels for your, for your intuition.
1: And they go deeper and deeper. I mean, I'm not even, you know, some people are like the seven of pentacles. You know, I got girlfriends that are like on that level. And I'm like, you go girl. Like, you You know, I don't, I don't think I want to get to that place. Like I'm a very visual person. So, you know, I leave things to the masters in certain people. I did flower essence and I absolutely loved it at the time. Um, I'm all about my herbs and I make amazing tea, but mm. I I don't feel called to do that part of, of, of you know, like of connecting. Um, but it was, it all connected me to the goddess, uh, I think it's pronounce pronounced Aishel, mm-hmm. um, and the medicine woman that is in us.
0: Mm. Oh, yes, yes. When I went on a retreat, I pulled an oracle card and it was her. Yeah, It was like, medicine woman. Yes. Yes.
1: It pulls out the medicine woman. And I love essential oils. Mm-hmm. I love anything, of course, plant, you know, plant based. Um, yeah, but it just, it activates our spiritual DNA, the double helix. I saw one time in a, in, in a dream, but awakened state. Yeah. You know, here I saw I, this. I yeah. This this it literally was flying in the air. It was green and it was just connecting. Mm-hmm. And I'd never seen anything like it. And I was like, Oh my goodness. You know? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I've seen some really, I've seen a black Panther. I've seen dead people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> seen a lot of things. I've yeah, seen I've, a lot of things. I've heard a lot of people mentioning you know, of the black Panther mm-hmm. or like the, the Jaguar. Yes. Well, where do you feel, this is totally random, but where do you feel like the connection for you is with that?
1: Um, I think that for me it, it was myself. It was the animal. I'm huge on the animal totem. Um, and seeing also that in nature and that and obviously connecting to those elements, you know, the butterfly, the hummingbird, you know, um, and uh yeah, the where was there? There was a a quail <laughs> and there was a um roadrunner this yesterday morning that I saw, you know, so there's different animals that come out that do speak to you specifically the owl, the owl is, that's a whole deep level that's just come to me recently. I Um, saw them last week. Ooh, oh my God. Yeah. I'm, you know, I feel like sometimes things are watching you, right. And you don't even know it, but um, yeah, I, that, that I'm tapping deeper into the owl medicine you yeah. know but we all have our own uh animal totem
0: right yeah, yeah.
1: they teach us different things about ourselves
0: Right. So having, I have like a little book, like a spirit animal guidebook. So whenever I see like animal, I'm like, okay, what does that mean? Like, Let's get the message going. Yeah. So cool. yeah. I haven't seen the black Panther though, but I keep hearing people telling me that they see it. So to me, I'm like, Oh, that's, there's still a connection. If you're like hearing it, it's entering your car your yeah. somehow. So. Well,
1: I mean, when they came out with black Panther, I was totally like, see, oh, I told God. you, I freaking told you. <laughs>
0: <Yes>. <laughs> right. All right, so touching on your, well, one of your zones of genius right now, marketing. I know, you know, for spiritual entrepreneurs, it can feel really icky and just awkward. <laughs> what do you feel needs to be healed in order for it to feel good? Well, I can tell you the truth.
1: I didn't like marketing at first.
0: Yeah.
1: I probably was very jealous and envious of those who could do marketing once upon a time. And then I got over myself. <laughs> And when I was working with my first business coach, she was like, um, she was such a drill sergeant, but she was like, Latoya, you're going to need to learn how to do these things on your own because you're not going to be able to outsource every time, you know, blah, 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 blah. Right. And so I, I dug in and I started learning and I had already knew how to do a lot of things myself, but it all goes back down to being visible. We are so afraid of, um, ourselves. We are afraid of being great yeah, and also being judged naturally. We're human. And, um, we have that burned at the stake, you know, (laughs) um, just, just inside of us. It's like, Oh my God, you know, people are going to judge me. They're going to say, you know what? People are going to judge anyways. Right. So you might as well get ahead of the game and do it well and be represented well working with a brand coach like yourself, you know, I mean, you make spirituality just look like a freaking dive in the ocean and some, um, right? And it's so beautiful. And knowing that we can be represented in the most creative way. Yeah. And realizing that it's not a threat. It's actually an opportunity for us to make a living and make um change in the world and with other people. Yeah. Marketing is honestly, you're one of your best homies, lovers, friends, you know?
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you on that. And really healing that ego, probably relationship Yes, has been huge for me because there was a point when I was younger, I would go live on the internet for fun. And then when it comes down to doing it, my business, I'm like, I don't know. people are going to look at me. You do it so well though. And
1: you know, I mean, there's always, you know, it's funny, right? I was looking at your, um, Instagram story and I, you know, people do it. So I know it's something I have to do better at, but it's not a big deal, but it's like, okay, I'm posting a story and I'm going to have the words with what I'm speaking about, right? Oh gosh, yeah. Like those, and it's a pain in the ass. Yes. ass right? <laughs> Sorry, ladies and gents, but it is, and, um, but it's literally strategically done. It takes time. It takes that forethought and it takes you being, it's a really, it's a mindful practice all yes. own yes you know and i'm sitting there going gosh i'm like she's such a good example of what i should be doing and i'm like yeah you know i'm like as long as i'm showing up but those are the things that we're going through internally right
0: (laughs) yes i hear you and then i see you going live i'm like look at how flawlessly she does that but you know i think the thing um for going live like i said like oh it used to be fun i guess when some of us will attach we're doing it for our business. So this isn't fun anymore. This is serious. Yeah. Like,
1: you got to get out of that. Yeah. Of it, right. Yeah, yeah, No, just talk about whatever. Nobody has to be perfect. I think right. we think that people want us to be perfect. People don't care because they also fear showing up and being visible. Yes. <laughs> and so it's like, you are like the queen of stepping forward to them,
0: you know? So right. it's, it's just a, a vicious circle. Yeah. I hear you on that. <laughs> yeah it's it's a process but you know <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, but we can do all it. do it we can all yes. do it
0: yes yeah and yeah getting that good relationship with your ego so when it's telling you <laughs> people are laughing at you just be like be quiet are no
1: right <laughs> yeah that's, that's the voice that is just the negative nancy self talk you know side of your, the re- that's not the real side it's not your higher self right but, I think people forget that you do have a higher self. Yeah. And that you can, if you are silent enough and make room for your higher self to be yeah. connected to that, that you can actually hear the the words of that higher consciousness, the one that's rooting for you and telling yeah. you to go with plan A versus plan D, <laughs> you know. Right. But we're never silent enough.
0: Yeah. How do you get there with your higher self?
1: Um, well, it's funny, right? So <laughs> it's totally the opposite for me. So um, I have to really get to a place where either I'm drinking, I, literally people will be like, oh my God. But no, I, I drink wine. I might listen to some Jay-Z. Um, oh, I love that. Which is really funny because there's that moment where you have like the spiritual gangster side of yourself. <laughs> yes. And, and people don't realize that your spirituality is a vibration. It's a mood all on its own. So sometimes whatever you want to listen to Lizzo, listen to Lizzo. You want to listen to some trap music, listen to, tra- you want to listen to Drake or whatever, you know, <laughs> like mood needs to get you there and get your vibrations raised. Yeah. Just raise your vibrations. Even if it is working out. Um, I take a walk in nature that is also the best silent time and if i'm not able to take a walk in nature because i have a 9 month old then while he's taking a nap i am just relaxing and i'm just zoning out of myself because i find that um even when i'm driving i have the best thoughts oh my gosh yes
0: it's that quietness right
1: it's the, it's the focus yeah. and it's the quietness yes yeah it's that distraction um I've always been a child or a person who, you can be, I can be in a, a, a loud room, but my channeling and my vibration will f- totally focus and hone in, and I will create some badass shit in the middle Ugh. of chaos, right? Girl. <laughs> you know, and then I'm sitting there going, that's a gift.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: You know, and people are like, oh, you know, you're procrastinating. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, that like, don't shut your, your yourself down. Don't shut your children down. Like everybody has their way of getting there. Yeah. You know, it is a spiritual path and journey for us.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There's no wrong or no. right way. There's just your way.
1: Yes. <laughs> and finding that way that works for you. I don't, I don't stress on, um, you know, my clients who want to just be like, okay, well, I want to do this my way. Okay, we'll do that. But
0: this is how you're going to get there. Right. (laughs) Yeah. You know, yeah. And I, yeah, I always encourage people, you know, like you should, yeah, try meditation, try that if it helps you get mm-hmm. to a quieter place, but you don't have to like literally sit there in silence. That's not the only way to no. get to that place. You can get there while you're exercising, you can get yeah. there in the shower, you can get there while you're gardening, like yes. find what, you know, feels good for you. And yeah, no,
1: I was, I
0: was jogging.
1: You know, twice a day in San Francisco. That's how I was getting there. I yeah. Mean, gorgeous, right? So, yeah, I mean, and it was such a beautiful opening journey for me. Yeah. You know, place of forgiveness. That's another thing that we have to practice on our journey and opening up to our gifts is forgiveness.
0: Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. Wow. Well, I know this could open a whole nother, we could sit here and talk forever. We have such a good time talking. Right. But no. unfortunately, you know, people have attention spans that we have. <laughs> Thank you so much. Of for course. Today, where can our listeners find you online? Yeah. So on Instagram,
1: just Latoya Beverly, and you can also find me, on uh, creators of change agency as well on, you know, Facebook, or you can just follow me on my personal page in Latoya Beverly. So I am definitely everywhere, but Instagram is pretty much where I live and reside. So
0: (laughs) awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you. All right, you guys, how good is Latoya? I swear, she's one of the most interesting people. I could sit and talk to her forever, just about, like, endless amounts of topics. So she will definitely be back on the podcast because I just love, you know, tapping into her wisdom and hearing all that she has to say. So make sure you guys go check her out because she is amazing. And for those of you that are feeling you know, totally activated by this episode, maybe you are realizing I do have spiritual gifts. I feel good about owning them. I'm ready to step into my power. And you're also realizing that you would highly value having support along the way. The Feminine Flow mentorship, which is my super intimate one-on-one mentorship program is open, and there are two remaining spots for the rest of the year. So this is a three month sacred container where we dive deep into your spiritual gifts, into your business, your brand, really helping you step into your power as a conscious creator and a thought leader with your message, with your movement, with your brand, with your business. It's all about being in the feminine flow Okay, If you are feeling the calling to own your spiritual gifts and receive support along the way, I would love, love, love to be the one to support you. You can find all the details for applying to the Feminine Flow at bystinafay.com slash feminine flow. I will also drop the link in the show notes for you to easily access. And of course, if you love this episode, I would love if you screenshot it share it on your story, and make sure you tag me so I can share it, too. I love seeing who's tuning in and who is really just, like, feeling the vibes that are going out in each and every episode because a lot of love goes into these episodes, and I'm so, so appreciative of all of you that tune in with me, that share with me, you know, that that let me know that you're loving this. Um, my DMs are always open if you have, like, requests or just things that you want to share or reflect to me about episode after you're done listening i'm an open book you guys i am very approachable so know that i don't bite so thank you again for tuning in i have some really amazing guests lined up for future episodes and a lot of just soul activating topics that we're gonna dive deep into so make sure you stay tuned in and yeah sending you all the love until next time